friends, you're listening to Crickets to Cha-Chings, a show where we talk about all aspects of running a handmade business and marketing that business for success while still keeping a balance to have flexibility for your family. I'm your host, Lauren Keplinger, and I am so excited to get started. Let's jump right in. Well, hey there, and welcome back to our final day of Crickets to Cha-Ching's week. I am excited to be back here again with you for another important topic of conversation. Today, we are going to talk about the myth of success. This podcast episode and kind of discussion in general was inspired by a conversation that happened in my Scale Your Sales student group recently from someone who was having a really um, successful time in her shop. Her shop was really growing. Her conversion rate was great. She was having super consistent sales. And she said that she had recently come to the revelation that she was scared of success and she felt kind of panicky when she would hear the cha-ching noise from the Etsy app. Now, I know that there are a lot of you out there who cannot relate to that feeling and you want to just say, well, it must be nice. I would be happy for any kind of cha-chings. But bear with me here because this really isn't about the sales or the level of success that we're talking about in this discussion. As surprising as it is, I actually hear from people quite a bit who are afraid of success. And I would venture to say that even more than the ones who openly name it and say, I'm afraid of being successful, I see a lot of people who are afraid of it. They just don't realize that that's what they're afraid of. But the thing is, they aren't really afraid of the success itself. They want the success, or at least they think they do. But with that comes the assumption that having the kind of success that they daydream about would require them to give up something that's very important to them, or maybe to give up everything that's really important to them, like all of their free time or whatever else they're doing. So it isn't really that people are afraid of success. It's that people assume that if you are successful, it is only because you are working all the time and your business has taken over your whole life and you're totally overwhelmed and just slammed with work. And so they're afraid of that, not really the success, because they're not sure that that kind of lifestyle is going to be worth it. But I want to talk about that a little bit today because I think that that's something that's extremely important to recognize, to call it to the surface so it isn't just an underlying fear that you can't pinpoint, and then to dispel that myth. The goal in building a successful business online on Etsy is not just for the sake of being successful. And I say that even as an Enneagram 3 who loves accomplishment and accomplishing things. I thrive in accomplishment. But accomplishment just for the sake of accomplishment. Revenue just for the sake of money. Success just for the sake of success is not the goal in building this business. The goal is to build a business that contributes in a meaningful way to you and your family. And I don't know what that looks like to you, which is why I never talk about 
I'll show you how to build a six-figure Etsy shop or let's build a full-time income. Maybe those are not your goal. Maybe your goal is $1,000 a month. Maybe your goal is $10,000 a month. That's for you to decide and not for me to impose my ideas on or my own goals. But regardless of where you stand on that numbers or the revenue goal, the end point should never look like your business taking over your whole life. This business and the success that you want to build with it and the revenue that comes from that success that you want to bring in from your shop are to further the goal of something else, quitting your job, buying a house, paying for sports for your kids, savings, you know, building up a nest egg, taking a vacation, whatever that looks like for you. Not just to be successful and make money for the sake of making money. Now, I don't think that there's anything wrong with making money. I talk openly about making money on this podcast, and I think that it's dumb that money is such a hush-hush thing in our culture because it's something that everybody has to deal with and it's something that impacts everyone. I also don't th think that there is anything wrong with saying that you want to make money for something frivolous. If you want to have success and build this business so that you can quit your job and stay home with your kids, I'm going to cheer you on. But if you tell me that you want to make enough money in your shop to be able to afford a bomb vacation, I'm going to cheer you on just as hard. Send me pictures of your vacation. That's amazing. Both of those goals, though, are only going to be worth it if you have balance in your life. And the myth of success is that in order to be successful, you have to give up all of that balance. We hear it all the time, grind it out, rise and grind, hustle, hustle, hustle. And there is a daily grind to running a business. It's not all fun and games every single second of every single day. But part of what is so beautiful about building an Etsy shop to be a meaningful income for your family is that you are in charge. If that means you need to take a step back because you're having a baby like I did for six months after my third child was born, or you need to extend out your processing times because your kids are starting back at school and you need time to get into a routine, or you need to help out a family member and so you need to put your shop on vacation mode for a month, you can do that and you don't have to be afraid that all of your hard work is going to go away. You don't have a boss telling you when to be here and what to do. And that can be good and bad. Sometimes it's nice to have somebody else telling you what to do. But there's a huge amount of freedom in it. You don't have to have hours that you have to be physically present in the office. You don't have products that you have to carry. If you find that one product is taking up a disproportionate amount of time to make and you're beginning to dread every time you get a sale from that listing, deactivate it. If you're tired of the back and forth of taking custom orders because it slows you down and keeps you from being able to effectively batch your work, then don't take custom orders anymore. You're in charge here. And while I can tell you the behind the scenes of what I've done to build a business, the strategy and the tips and tricks and where to spend your time and where I think is a waste of time and how to kind of get there faster without as much stumbling around and without as much frustration of spinning in circles. Ultimately, this is your business and it's your life. 
And only you know your goals and what balance looks like for you. You're building a business that works around your life and your season of life that you're in right now. And if that means that you are gung-ho, jumping in, feet first, joining Scale Your Sales, hitting the ground running towards six-figure sales your first year, I can help you do that and I will cheer you on along the way. But I also want you to know that if you're looking to build a part-time side hustle that has consistent sales and you can rely on the income as a supplemental income that contributes to your family, there's a spot there for you as well. I'm not here to tell you that your goal should be more orders and more growth and more revenue all the time. If you've listened to my 2021 year in review episode, I even said on there that my own goal this year was not to grow my sales, to just maintain where I was last year. I'm not in a season right now of being able or willing to take on more sales and more orders, and I'm okay with that. That season will come, and there's a huge freedom in knowing that I have built the foundation of the business to be able to scale it up or scale it down depending on what else is going on in my life. And if, like right now, I am just maintaining, I'm treading water, keeping my sales at the same level they've been but not growing, I know that I have the knowledge and the expertise and the strategy to be able to grow it again to that next level when I'm ready, when, you know, maybe daycare quarantines aren't happening every five seconds. And, you know, I have that foundational piece to be able to increase those sales and to be able to increase that revenue when that season of life changes for me. And the freedom that I have in that is what I want for you. If you have not already joined Scale Your Sales, I hope that you will consider joining us inside of this phenomenal program that I am so proud to offer. Not only do I feel like the recorded content, videos, PDFs, worksheets, and lessons are the most comprehensive, up-to-date, and thorough training that you can get anywhere, but the support that you get inside of the mastermind group from me and from the other students is without comparison. You won't find a more positive, helpful, encouraging, and uplifting group of motivated Etsy sellers anywhere, and the knowledge that is within that group is amazing. You'll also get the listing critiques, the hot seats, the live Q&As, and if you join before tomorrow night, you will get that personalized shop critique from me as well. If you are wanting to grow your struggling shop to that consistent ching machine that you're wanting, whether that's five chings a day or 50, I hope that you will join me at scaleyouretsysales.com. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and all of Cricket Stitch Ching's week. As always, if you have any questions about the episode or about Scale Your Sales or about anything else, hit me up on Instagram, lauren.keplinger. I'm always in my DMs. It's a really uh, great place to connect with people. And I really love to answer your questions and help you out, cheer you on, celebrate your success and hear from you. That's all for this week. I will see you back next week on Monday with a brand new episode. Bye for now. 